With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Neonic Void Productions presents... Hi guys, right. welcome to Spook Apocalypse. I am your severed leg cut off by Michael Myers, Zio. And I am the knife that stabs you in the back. <laughs> God, God damn! <laughs> welcome to Spook Apocalypse. We already say that, we already said that. <laughs> oh well, we're continuing on. So today we're going to be talking about two movies in the genre of horror comedy. Yay! We're going to be talking about Ready or Not and The Babysitter. With the same lead actress, Miss Weaving. Because why? Because she lit. Wow. This is such a great episode. (laughs) So far. (laughs) Buckle up, up, kids. It's going to get better. What? Uh, Your girl zoned out for a minute. (laughs) That happens a lot, huh? Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about Ready or Not first. So, uh... So... So, Cordelia. Yes. Tell us about Ready or Not. <clears throat> so... Oh, shit. Let me get my shit. Wow. You weren't even prepared. Let's you hear first, prepared. ladies and gentlemen. This is what it's like working with Cordelia. She's not prepared for it. Nah. <laughs> but that's what makes me the best though improvising improvising queen okay yeah okay so miss grace tomorrow yeah. weaving yeah miss grace yeah. loves alex lee domas who's played by marco Bryan. yeah <sighs> so grace loves alex so much she's tolerated the hoops through which his family has made her jump with the alcoholic brother Daniel hitting on her, the mother Becky being somewhat cagey about her approval, the sister Emily, the fucking cokehead who didn't even bother showing up, you know, on time for their ceremony, their father Tony, who's just like voicing his displeasure at the girl's status, and then aunt motherfucking Helen just staring at her, well, just staring at her like these fuck you eyes. Now to put more context, this movie start. This movie's about a a woman married into a rich family, and this is the night after her wedding. 
Um, I'm not done. Well, I was giving context. We jumped. Um, in. I'm not done. <laughs> well, we jumped right into it, so we didn't. Um, get... Oh my god! I swear to god. Let me do what I gotta do. <laughs> well, you jumped right in. I'm no doing context. Doing this in the story form. Okay. Okay, go on. This chick's getting married into a crazy ass fucking satanic <sighs> fucking rich ass family. Well, point blank period. <laughs> point blank period. We didn't but, have to get into oh, the satanic wants... part. Shut the fuck. <laughs> I'm just here to tell the story, and they're not gonna get the story if you keep trying to fucking overshine me. I'm not trying to get out of my spotlight. Get the fuck out of my spotlight. Go for it. Go for it. Thank you, Jesus Christ. I fucking stand up for myself around here. Oh my god. Here you go. So anyway, fucking you go, Glenn Coco. Said no one ever to you. Said no one ever to you. Chill out. Yeah, I mean, I am the people, you are the dictator. Anyways. <laughs> so crazy ass Aunt Helen is just staring daggers at her. And Ben's staring at her like the moment they met. Um, So there's a bizarre, no, they're basically a bizarre bunch. But Grace sees the light at the end of the tunnel now that they've congregated at the Delamos Manor afterwards, like after party yeah um with the ceremony out of the way grace starts to relax but then in the middle of like her hers and alex's little makeout sesh in bed like shit's getting hot and heavy yeah motherfucking aunt helen's just like she just pops up unannounced like she just peeped through like a fucking servant's quarter door yeah she's just staring at them fucking weird ass but yeah, she, like, weird. pops up in Alex's room to remind him, like, that there's one more ritual that they have to do before the two can live happily ever after. <sighs> so, um, just to, like, rewind a little bit, um, before the wedding and all, the alcoholic brother Daniel kind of, like, you know, asked Grace, like, you know, you can get out of this. Like, you ain't got to go through with it. But she's, like, taking it as, like, him trying to hit on her and shit. And so does Alex. And he's just like, you know, we ain't got married. But she, Grace is just like, no, babe. Like, yes, this is all I want. Your fucking family's great. Hmm. <clears throat> but anyways. So, that ritual or whatever, Alex had neglected to mention that every time someone enters the... Delamos Dominion they have to play a game so Grace comes in this like what the fuck like this is quirky and funny but I mean I guess but everybody's just so damn serious about it though but there goes little Grace just chilling so the Delamos family name um is pretty obsequious meaning that name is literally everywhere that's everywhere within the movie. So that's kind of important. <clears throat> so the De, the Le Damas family, um, the world renowned for their board and card games. Yeah. So Grace takes this little moonlit challenge as a quirk because of like their chosen industry. However, when Tony, the father, explains the origin of the family fortune, how it was only after their great-grandfather, Delmas, 
um, had a chance encounter with a traveler that he had made his millions. And Grace pulls the one card that everybody's just like, fuck. She pulls the hide-and-seek card from the box of the games. And, like, the entire family just, like, you see everybody's just like, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. And like it's cute though, because like Grace is just so naive and she's just like, Oh, I got hide and seek. You know? And and she's like, like the only oh, ding dong just like Yeah. She's like the only ding dong just so happy and cheery, like, oh yeah, we're gonna play hide and seek, I guess. But like the whole family is just like Oof. The phase crack of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the season of the week. <laughs> but um <laughs> so um yeah so she ends up like I guess oh wait before all this though um they play like this fucking hide and seek song which is creepy as fuck but lit at the same time and Grace like asked Tony like well what should I do and he was like well can you try and hide till dawn a little did she know she wouldn't make it Question mark? Ooh. Or does she? Ooh. Hmm? Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. So anyways, Grace ends up <laughs> Grace ends up hiding in the uh the the dumb waiter. So yeah. if y'all don't know what that is, it's like this little like cubby cupboard in within the walls that servants used to use to like bring food up instead of going all the way up the stairs and shit. Yeah. So she hid in that for as long as she could. <laughs> and um so while she's hiding the fucking family right is like loading up like loading themselves up to the fucking teeth with like crossbows shotguns the crossbows though was uh, mm, <laughs> who the fuck <laughs> swords knives the fucking crazy ass aunt had a fucking viking looking axe like they fucking knew what the fuck they was doing. Yeah. So, my boy, is it Fitch? Yeah, my boy Fitch was given, like, the crossbow. God, he was, like, the funniest character. He, <laughs> he was like, how the fuck do you work this shit? Like, whatever. Anyways. <clears throat> so, Grace is hiding the dumb, the dumb waiter for as long as she cares to. Missing the sight of the entire family. And uh, so they're all looking for her. But it's only when Emily accidentally kills one of the family's three maids that Grace fully understands that this game isn't just a game. Yeah. Going back to Emily, Emily's the crackhead sister who has like two dumbass, bitch ass, little fucking spoiled ass, bitch ass crackhead sons. Bastard. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah. Her crackhead ass accidentally shot one of the maids. Yeah. That's a key a key point though, because the sister is such a fuck up, it's not even fucking walking around with fucking coke still on her nose and shit. Yeah. Um But yeah, so anyways, after all that, I guess the cat's kind of out of the bag and Grace is just like, Well, this ain't no motherfucking game. And then Alex is going through, like, the servant's um, tunnels or whatever. And he, like, ends up finding um, Grace. 
and he's just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Your family's trying to kill me. He's like, yeah, I should have told you this, but like, you would have left. True. And in my head, I'm like, well, no fucking shit. Like, you could have said, just, you know, just so you know, my family practices, like, Satan worship, and if we marry, there's a possibility you might be fucking sacrificed. But, you know, that's the medics, though. You know, you might die, but, you know, we'll, who? It's a chance. Want exactly. to take a chance on our love? Mm. Do you want to, you want to put a little input? Oh. I'm oh. sorry I yelled at you. Oh, 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 I can put input? Oh, oh, wow. Anyways, so going back to him. <laughs> wow, I have input now, guys. Wow, put that on the calendar. <laughs> wow, wow, I'm so, ah, uh, gosh, I don't know what to do with myself. Oh, so many things. Mm. My gosh, okay, where were we? <laughs> where the <laughs> where Alex is, like, telling her, like, you know, letting her know what's going on with the family. Oh, so uh, Al- yeah, Alex is letting people know- letting her know the the shit going on with the family, and how and uh, that they have to complete the game. Otherwise, if they don't complete said game, um, he doesn't. Th- the so family will perish. The family will perish, but he thinks it's all a lie. That the family's yeah, gonna true. be fine if she doesn't die. So they devise a plan to have her run. And, like, the behind-the-scenes parts of the house. Because there's, like, a there's like a walkway. Um, I don't even know what to call it. Like, the maid, maid's quarters. Like servant's the, quarters? Yeah. Servant's quarters. Tunnels and whatever else in between, in between the house's walls. So she runs down there while Alex hunts down the, um, goes to the, goes to the security room. To unlock the doors. Mm-hmm. So she gets to the kitchen. And she... Mm-hmm. Well, actually, she... She get Yeah, she gets... The, she, she she goes to the um, room where they armed himself to the teeth. And then she grabs herself a shotgun with bullets. A fucking musket. She, dra- she gets fucking a full-on... Like musket. She, yeah, full-on fucking <laughs> musket. And, display musket. and then she ends up going into the kitchen, uh, hiding out until the doors are unlocked and one of the butlers walks in and makes tea and this guy is fucking extra as fuck. He's like being fucking a maestro over here and she's over here like, I don't want to die. <laughs> and then she tries to shoot him in the face and I was like watching it and I was like, oh, and it didn't go off. The bullets. He was like the gun. The ammunition is for display only. Fuck. <laughs> That's what was my Iconic. reaction. <laughs> like, goddamn. And she beat the shit out of him, and then she ran off. She's like, peace. And she deuced out. Oh, what happened after that? After she left the kitchen? I don't remember. She didn't get out yet. Or did she? No, she did. She was fighting with them, and Daniel, and not Daniel, Alex got to the security room. Mm-hmm. Unlocked the doors and then she made a run for it. Right? And he destroyed the panel. Yeah, he destroyed the panel. So unlocked everything on Magley. He unlocked it and they destroyed the panel so they couldn't relock it. And then she made a run yeah. for it. Mind you, the house was like on lockdown. Yeah, straight up. She couldn't leave. All the doors were locked, all the windows were locked. So he unlocked everything and he 
and she booked it. She like, peace out, bitch. <laughs> she just started running. Yeah. And uh, he was, of course, the Alex was knocked out by his, I think his father and his brother. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, so no, I don't think Grace actually left. She discovered another maid, but the maid accidentally crashes herself into the Dun yes, Walter. Oh yeah, she did. Made. Yeah, this she did hide herself. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah, because Grace like opened the dumbbell again because she was just going to hide in there. Yeah, and she was just running around the maid house. in there. Yeah. And then this motherfucking <laughs> maid just like, she's in here! And then like the fucking I guess the dumbbell door started closing and like it cru- like it kind of it, it crushed, crushed her. I was like, that's what your snitching motherfucking ass gets. Gets bitch. <laughs> be a stitch, yeah. get stitches. Wow. In this case, be crushed to death. So she didn't go outside yet. She was running back to her hiding space, and that's when the maid died. Mm-hmm. Um, Brace escapes the to the, to the stables, and she finds one of the. The what's her face's kids, Alex's sister's wait, wait. kids. Wait. What? Wait a minute. That's what happens. Grace runs to the wait, but Grace runs to the game room, and she runs into um, Daniel, the drunk brother. And she's just like, you know, like you're not gonna like. I know you're a better person than this or whatever. And Daniel's like, you know, I have to call them over here. Oh she's yeah, like, that's right. You don't have to do all that or whatever. But he was like, I'll give you a 10 second like head start. start. So that just shows, like, Daniel doesn't like what the fuck. Okay, very beginning, because a bitch was just ringing off the script. The very, the very beginning, it shows two kids, two boys running, like, from whatever, right? Yeah. And the larger boy, the older boy, I assume, uh, puts the younger boy inside of a closet and tells him to stay in there. There's a groom running to um this child and, like, tells him, like, I need your help. I need somewhere to hide. And, like, the kid's looking at him and yells, he's in here. And that's when, like, a whole family wearing, like, cloaks and masks come and he has arrows in him and shit. Yeah. So that's where that all starts. And the older kid is obviously Daniel and then the younger one is Alex. And the, so these boys was around this. Well, you're forgetting you're forgetting one thing though. The husband, the what? groom that was killed, was the aunt's husband. Yes. So that's why she's all fucked yes. up. Oh, she's like, we have yeah. to kill her because her husband was killed, brutally murdered, yeah. and yeah. she wasn't game for it at first. But yeah, she kind she was kind of just like fucking forced to do it, and then she got yeah. like fucked up from it. So that's why she's all like gargoyle like gremlin-y and she's like Rrr. ugly ass motherfucker and that's how she became but, like yeah. mean and shit yeah so after that she runs and she goes to the stables and hides in there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she comes across one of Alex's sister's boys and the oh, little bastard. shit <laughs> decides to shoot her in the hand through it, right through it, right through it. You see the whole uh, straight up hole in her hand. Ow, ooh! And, it, and what she do? She punched the bitch. She fucking <laughs> clocked his ass. Do you? Know, like, I don't blame her. Lie, you should have stomped his shit. <laughs> like, you should have stomped his shit. I don't blame her for punching his ass. Like what the oh, fuck? Man. You should have, you bitch. <laughs> you little bastard. Oh man. 
the fact that he was like, she's in here, she's in here, I'm like, bitch. Yeah. No fucking crackheads. And then you know what? At- These were like them little crazy ass white boys that try to get into shit that they don't understand. Exactly. They think just because their fucking family says it's okay, they meet, they think it's okay to fucking do. Yeah. Like, you know, like a racist ass white family saying, oh yeah, it's okay to say the N-word. You can say the N-word, Tyler. Yeah. And then they think it's okay. They grow up thinking that with that mentality, like it's, Oh, yeah, it's okay to do whatever the fuck I want. And mind you, they're rich. Obviously. Their mom does coke on a fucking plane. She has coke in in, in fucking family room in front of everybody and shit. In front of her own kids and shit, yeah. My fucking aunt on Christmas. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, no, stop. Quit bringing your dirty, your family dirty laundry on here. I don't give a fuck. This is the second time. I hope they fucking hear this. This is the second time you did it. The first time was what? I know the first time was Otia of the Gods. Oh my god. My fat ass uncle (laughs) built like a fucking. You just built like a built like a look like a Lovecraftian god abomination. Wow, you're just dragging your family on here. I don't give a fuck. Fuck all that. No, oh. no. I'm feeling. Oof. I'm feeling. Oof. But fuck that crackhead, though. She used to come She's, fucking yeah, fuck to Christmas head. all high and shit. So, yeah, she punches Anyways, the she punches yeah. the kid out. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, literally sock in the face. Like, like you heard the hit. The hit yeah. echoed through the ages. And everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Punch that bitch. He deserved it. So, and then she... Uh, I guess they start going towards the stables, and she's like, oh, fuck. So she tries to find a place to hide, and she falls into the pit that's behind her. Like, they have, like, little latch doors that... It's like a compost, I guess? It's a goat pit. It's a goat pit, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they... The family comes by, and they drop the dead maid bodies down there. And she's down there, and she's like, oh, 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 shit. They didn't find her. The boy woke up. And he's like, and, she, and his mother's like, "What are you doing out here?" She's like, I, "He's like, I want to participate." He wanted to participate. He's like, "I shot that lady that everybody else is trying to look for," and the fucking mom was like, "I'm so proud of you." Fucking. And Daniel's bitches. just looking at it like, "Psychopath, fucks, <laughs> little psychopath." Sick There's a reason why he's drunk, because his family is shit. Honestly, poor dude. Oh, and Daniel's wife is, like, the most selfish, self-centered bitch I've ever met. It She is. But it seems like she has a reason why she does all this. Because she doesn't want to go back to what she was before. Which is, like, what was she before? Yeah. What was her situation before that she's like, you know what? I'm wor- It's worth killing bitches for. Yeah. And, like, in the very beginning, too, with, um, when her name's Charity. Charity yeah. is, um... Daniel's wife, and they're just, like, standing there or whatever, and she's looking at Grace, like, with the most smuggest fucking look, and she's like, she'll never be one of us. I'm like, bitch, weren't you trash, too? Oh. <laughs> oh, she said it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she'll never be one of us. And then, fast forward, she tells Daniel, I refuse to go back to what I was before. And she's like, you... No, Daniel tells her, you knew... 
He was like, you were quick to sign your soul away for money or whatever. And she was like, you know where I was. Like, I'd be damned if I'm ever going to go back. I'm like, so bitch, why do you think your shit don't stink? You oh. were shit. You were the shit that stunk. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a T. Like, don't, so don't sit there and act like you're built. You, you don't sit there and act like you built your fucking fortune. That shit was handed to you. Oh, you took that it from a man. You had to marry it all over it. Oh, like, don't sit there and act like you're the baddest bitch because you just fucked your way into that money. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, you sold your soul for that money, so oh. don't act there being snobby and Oh, oh, the tea is piping hot today, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot stand mm. a bitch who grew up on the same side of the tracks just because they got that, you know, the luck of the draw. They think their shit don't stink. Bitch, you were the shit that stunk. My God! Oh, the tea is immaculate today. Oof! Yeah, that shit. <laughs> oh fuck! And so, anyways, <laughs> now y'all know a little fun fact about me. <laughs> so, after the family, I don't like prissy bitches. <laughs> at, when the family leaves, she tries to get herself out, climb the ladder, but she can't. So she has to use the. It make it grosses me out. She had to take the hole in her hand and. Throw her hand up there to a nail to give her enough leverage to pull herself up. So the hole was like, she put the hole over a nail. So like the hole in her hand has a nail in it. And she's pulling herself up using the force from her hand to the nail to pull herself up the ladder. And I'm like, that's gross. That must hurt like a bitch. I'd be like, you know what? Kill me down here, bitches. I'm down here. No, (laughs) ma'am. No, ma'am. Yeah, Hannah. That looks like it hurt. Mm -hmm. Girl, you so, gonna get an infection. <laughs> she gonna get an infection. Um. <clears throat> after this, she climbs out, impaling her a uh, bullet wound on a nail. Ew. She squeezes. She squeezes through proper uh, through the property fence and flags down a motorist who drives oh. off pursued. Uh. Yeah, so the motorist drives off, and then she is pursued by the butler. Wait. So there's a line. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about the line? Go, about, go talk about yes. the line. Yes. So as this motherfucking Ferrari, or whatever the fuck, it was a bougie-ass-looking car. The bougie. So we'll say it's a Ferrari. Yeah. So this motherfucking Ferrari stops, and she's like, oh my god, they're going to help me. And he yells at her, get off the fucking road, and drives off, right? <laughs> she looks... <laughs> She looks at this car, and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you fucking asshole, you piece of shit, little tiny dick-licking fucking asshole oh. fucking guy. Oh. Ah! <laughs> fucking rich oh. people. Oh, that's the tea. That's iconic. This I copied that shit word for word, <laughs> I, I stand. Iconic. Gay I icon. Fuck. Gay icon. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so yeah, the butler pulls up. So yeah, the butler pulls up, and she's like, "Oh, nope!" And she just books it. And the butler does get a hold of her. Uh, he puts her in the back seat of his car, and they're driving back <laughs> to the main house. He fucking like <laughs> shot her with the what is it? Those uh, shit that they shoot berries and mooses with. 
a tranquilizer, a tranquilizer gun, a roofie gun. Yeah, a roofie gun. Um, oh, as boy. he's driving back, he's blasting orchestra music, and he's on light, and he's like on Facetime with the family, and he's over here like doing Meister shit, blasting it, and the family's like. Yeah, the family is like behind you because she starts waking up and she kicks him in the back of the. <laughs> Hell yeah! She beats the shit out of him, crashes the car. Yeah. So the car goes off the road and she crashes it. Um, she awakes and attacks him. Uh, no, yeah, she wakes him. She wakes up, kicks him in the back of the head, causes him to crash it, killing the butler, and then Daniel catches her. After the car flips and he's dead, she crawls out and Daniel has her at gunpoint. Um, the family, so her father, or his father comes back, comes, uh, follows Daniel, and they get him, they get her. They get her and they drag her back to the house. But she's always trying to... The car crashes and she tries to get out and Daniel catches her. And she's pleading with Daniel not to take her back. And then, uh, his father comes up behind him and they... I'll take him. They take her back. Um, but she, but to what you were saying earlier, she's trying to play with him because his face looks like he doesn't want to do it. That's why he's yeah. drunk. It's like she's trying to appeal to his like morals, you know. Yeah. And it looks like it's kind of working. Cause I mean, you know how you said he. That's why he drinks a lot. It's because. I mean, being a kid and growing up around all that stuff, I'm pretty sure it's hella traumatic. Yeah. And Alex makes a statement where he had said, um, you when you grow up slicing a goat's throat, you think it's normal until, like, because Alex was away from his family, like, for the longest time. Yeah. And so he got married. That's when he rekindled things with his family. But... Yeah, he was like, when you grow up thinking, like, slicing goat throats and shit, like, you think it's normal. Yeah. So, I feel that. But, um... Um, this your copes with that. Oh, okay. During all this, Alex is in one of the rooms, put aside to, get, to keep out of the way. Watched by yeah. one, by, watched by, I think, his sister-in-law or some shit. So, they drag Grace back. And they prepare for the sac- to be the sacrifice. So the family is all around. And they start drinking from the ceremonial cup. And <laughs> they got bamboozled. Because yeah. they all, before, they, before uh, the father starts stabbing Grace, uh, the family all starts vomiting blood. And Daniel frees her. And they start running off. And it turns out Daniel laced the cup with a non-lethal dosage of... Of hydro, uh, hydro, <laughs> hydro, oh my god, I can't even say that word. Hydraic? I, hydro, cleric, coric, hydrochloric, uh, there we go, hydrochloric yes. acid. Pronunciation, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, dyslexic can <laughs> read today. <laughs> word dyslexia. <laughs> hydrochloric <laughs> acid. So the worst that they're going to get is they're going to be shitting real bad for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. Yeah. So they're all vomiting. And Charity comes in. I'm going to try to get out, go into the maid, quarter, maid halls to try to escape. Clarity comes in and shoots Daniel in the throat. 
Oof. So Daniel's like holding all the blood in and he's like telling Grace to go. So she um, takes the gun, pistol whips Gra- uh, Charity. <laughs> he hits, she hits her with a pistol. Like, ba boom. Yes. Beats the shit out of her with it. And then Daniel tells her to go. So Daniel uh, dies. Later, a bit a bit later, but he dies. Um, when the uh, family comes the in. Finds him. Yeah. Well, I mean, the family mm-hmm. comes in and he's already gone, but they see him that he's dead. But, uh, Grace, um, dips. She runs into the mother. Oh, yeah, that's right. She runs into no, the No, let me shut the fuck up. She <laughs> runs into the father first. Yes. And the father's pissed. He's like, you fucking bitch. You're nothing but another fucking sacrifice. And uh, Grace he, ends up getting, like, a lantern and, yeah. like, just whacks him to fucking kill. And then, like, she slams the lantern and, like, catches the fucking curtains on fire. I don't know how it took, as long as it did, but it took forever to that fucking mansion to fucking blow up. Yeah. So, anyways, Grace runs to another room and the mother <laughs> fucking uses the crossbow. And, like, Mrs. Grace, li- literally, by, like, a hair and then the mother was like to be fair i'm a bit rusty so she ends up like choking grace out and shit and the mother ends up on top of grace choking her and grace is like reaching for the box of cards and ends up like whacking the mother and then just like whacking 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 the mom so she's like dead oh yeah her face is caved in meat (laughs) like fucking flesh patty meat yeah. And she, her fucking last words to the mother was, fuck your family. <laughs> oh, iconic but Alex last walked words. in. Yeah. Alex walked in on, on Grace, like, smashing his mother's face in. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, well, <laughs> this is one way to see, you know, your husband. It's one but way in to my head, too, I'm like, your fucking family's been trying to fucking kill me. Don't fucking give me that look, bitch. That's one way. <laughs> I'm fighting for my life. That's one way to deal with your in-laws, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a little awkward tension there between them afterwards. So, um, Alex tries to... She, he, Of course, he escapes. He finds Grace after he killed his, after she killed his mother. And uh-huh. he, they, he rescues her. And she pulls yeah. away from him, realizing that uh-huh. she will never trust him again. He takes her. He basically betrays her and brings her back in to be the sacrifice, knowing only because he's she's never going to trust him again, if, even if they do get out of this. So he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just kill her. Not That's only that, too, up. I feel like he blames her for the death of Daniel. Yeah, that too. But in my head, though, I was like, your brother literally sacrificed his life for this bitch, and you're just going to, like... All because she's not going to... All because she's not going to trust you again, which, I mean, by all rights, no she has shit. a right. Hell yeah. And to think about it, bro, all this shit happened on her wedding day. Yeah. It's a bit much. It's a bit extra. So fucking rich-ass white people, imagine. <laughs> My God. <laughs> that we have ready or not, and we also have, um, was it, the purge? Yeah. Fucking crazy-ass crackers. I'm just... No, I'm not. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm not. That's no. fine. That's, I'm that's like, perfectly I'm like fine. I'm people at this point. I don't give a fuck. No, they're ri- they're rich-ass white people. 
Yeah, fuck y'all. Killing off everyone else who isn't rich, who is middle class or lower middle class or low class. So, oh, yeah. like... Fuck all y'all. <laughs> my God. But, uh, so, Alex... Sam looking ass, bitches. <laughs> so, Alex... Colonel Sanders, I'm Oh, saying. my God. Can <laughs> I continue? Madame. Madame La Queef? Okay. Madame right, Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's your drag name. Madam Bitch. That's your drag name, Madame Bitch. Okay, and yours is Kotex. <laughs> oh, you got jokes now. Okay, Bitch, I see we're you. We're getting on track. We're getting on track. That's because of you, you crusty looking. I have a bedtime. Let's go. <laughs> no, she doesn't, ladies and gentlemen. She's not going to go to bed till like 2 or 3 in the morning anyway, so what's the point? Um... My spirit guide said I have to sleep more. Okay. Your spirit guide. Okay. Yeah. There's a gay man named Richard. <laughs> we stand Richard in this house. We stand Richard anyway. Man, it's Richard. I love you. Richard, we shout you out, boo-boo. We miss you. We're getting off topic. Anyway. So Alex <laughs> takes Grace back to the family room and they prepare to be sacrificed, right? Yes. So they uh, prepares the ritual. Grace breaks free, and the family realizes dawn has arrived. Beep bop boop, yes. and the ritual has failed. Helen, uh-huh. uh, the aunt tries to kill Grace, but one by one. Oh, so they have this long monologue. So they have this long monologue about how. They've fucked up, and how they're like, please, the devil, or whoever the spirit is. Mr. LaBelle. There you go. Please, Mr. LaBelle, have mercy. And the aunt... Give us. And the aunt's like, fuck it, and tries to kill her. And then she just... (laughs) Okay, so, before we get to the climactic ending, I actually thought this ending was going to go one of two ways. Either there actually is a demon ghost thing sitting in that chair, or all of it's fucking fake, and they'd all just been fucking murderers this whole time. Yep. yep. So I was like, I was kind of low-key hoping that it was the second. It was second. just the murder part, yeah. It was just, nothing was going to happen, and they're all just fucking <laughs> trash-ass human beings. Bro, and bitch. Bitch was like, uh, I knew this shit was fucking whack. It made no fucking sense. I knew this shit wasn't real. And then what the fuck? Okay, so I was hoping for that ending. All this shit was whack and fake. But nah, bitch. I wasn't ready for the actual ending. Because no. I was like, it's the first ending. There's actually a really a ghost there that from hell that they made a deal with. So as the aunt tries to kill Grace, she explodes. Like full on just poof, like blood gushing everywhere. And I'm like, oh, this is everything. And then one. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then what one. The fuck? And then one by one, the family starts all exploding into pieces. And Even my those favorite bratty ass fucking boys of the boys, the, the fucking family. The boys ran to the hall because I was like, they're not going to kill the kids on camera. <laughs> so the boys ran into the hall with their mother, and she's like, no. So her, so all three of them run to the hall, and you just see this big old splatter of blood and guts blasting back into the room because they exploded. I'm like, oof. <laughs> Charity, I think Charity exploded. Uh, yeah, fucking. T- Tony, ex- the father exploded, 
everybody exploded who was left alive. The guy, the funny guy with the crossbow, he's like, oh no, I feel funny. <laughs> and the last one to blow up is Alex. Alex. So but mind you, he's just like going up to Grace and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm scared. Everybody's blown up but me. Please forgive me. And Grace is just fucking laughing. She starts laughing. And she takes like, off her ring. She throws it at him and says, I want a divorce. I want a divorce. And then he explodes. <laughs> And then Mr. LaBelle makes his little appearance. And he kind of just... And and he nods to her and she's like, oh shit. (laughs) It was real. It was real. Huh. She's like, I'm done. She smokes a a cigarette. She walks out. The house is burned to the ground. She just sits on the stairs just having a smoke. (laughs) And she's covered in blood. And the cops... And the cops come up. They're like, oh my, ma'am, are you okay? And she's like, <laughs> just having a day. <laughs> and that's where the movie ends. So she got out alive. And she's, she's just there smoking a cigarette. She's just like, fuck. What the fuck is my life right now? Honestly. <laughs> I mean, girl, same. <laughs> so what would you rate this movie? Out of 10. Honestly, I would say an 8 out of 10. Um, I will rate it a 4 out of 10. A 4? I'm kidding. Yeah, it's an 8 out of 10, the fuck? But I say... Because <laughs> shit was funny. Shit was pretty funny. It was fucking funny. We stand All right, y'all ready for Cordelia's motherfucking fun facts of the film? Oh, go for it, boo-boo. Film fun facts. Hmm. What's your fun facts? So, with my... <laughs> with my motherfucking favorite boy... Bitch. So him with that motherfucking crossbow. The film's writers, uh, Guy Busick and Ryan Murphy. <gasps> we stand Ryan Murphy. Okay. Anyways, they make a cameo at 32 minutes and 16 seconds as the crossbow experts in the uh, YouTube video that Fitch uses to fucking learn how to work the fucking crossbow. Wait, really? Yeah. The fuck? I didn't know that. Yeah, that was cool. Um, the I guess the producers they submitted nearly two hundred fictional board games, current board games, two hundred of these, but only eight or so were cleared by the legal department. Oh, fun. Yeah. Oh, uh, we also have Margaret Robbie. She was considered for the role of Grace. Isn't she one of them females where they say, like, um, they all, uh, all white women look the same? Well, Margot Robbie and, and, um, Samara, Samara, Samara Weaving kind of do look alike. hmm I mean, some people would call Samara Weaving a, di- at least in the beginning, I think she has a solid career in comedy horror, honestly. But people, I've heard people call her the discounted Margot Robbie. And I'm just like, sure. And then I started watching movies that she was in these comedy horror films. And I'm just like, you know what? Nah, Margot Robbie could never. Okay. Even though I think Margot Robbie was in a comedy horror film that is on show. No, 
Nope, never mind. She's not. That was that was that was Weaving as well. So Weaving is another in another comedy horror film called Mayhem. That's really good. It's on Shutter. You should watch it. We might. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anyway. So yeah. So. Weaving has done a lot of stuff in comedy horror films, and it's like that seemed to be her shtick. Mm-hmm. At least to me, because like a lot of her films are that, or just that. Except for Snake Eyes and G.I. Joe. Hmm. She's apparently going to be a character on that, so. Cool. Yeah. Amazing. Stunning. Breathtaking. Also, the house that was used in the film was also used for Billy Madison. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Great. And also the masks that were used um, was also, like, used in the Twilight Zone episode, uh, The Mask, in 1964, where they were worn by members of a wealthy family. These are amazing. Oh, did you know some some Miss Weaving was Australian? Yeah, she is. Notice how majority of hot actors... Are Australian? You mean Australia, the continent that doesn't exist because the flat Earth theory is real? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm straight up kidding. You kind of broke my brain a little bit. I was like, wait. Well, people who believe in that theory. I was like, I could have sworn Australia was real. (laughs) Well, people who believe in the flat Earth theory say Australia is not real, and anyone that said they're from Australia are all actors. Anyway. That's a thing. They're fucking. That's a fucked up They're thing. They're nice to look at. <laughs> oh my god. Was so, it like Jacob L. Gordy? L. Gordy? He was in um, The Kissing Booth and he's also a sick fucking euphoria, but he is nice, big, bird looking at bitch. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, so yeah, guys, that was Ready or Not. Yeah. Take a gander. Go watch at it. Go watch it. Go watch it. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. It's on HBO Max. <laughs> now, the next movie we're going to be talking about is called Babysitter. Oh, yeah. This is another That's movie true. from Weaving that she stars in as a babysitter named B. Yeah. This movie is iconic in so many ways. <laughs> Follow us on the journey as we talk about. The Babysitter. That's on Netflix. I'm going to stop talking like that. (laughs) So, The Babysitter is about this... (laughs) Wow, that's inappropriate. Thank you for crushing my eardrums with your burp. Uh, that was a hiccup. (laughs) You're the one that belches. Okay. Oh, okay. I hiccup, you belch. Okay, whatever. Yeah, you hicking up them demons. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, the babysitter is about this kid in. Is he middle school? Yeah, he's middle school. Is he middle school? Yeah. Yeah, he's 12. Yeah, he's only 11. 12. So, this 12. Close enough, bitch. This, I rounded. <laughs> you rounded down. So, this 12 year old boy, his name is Cole Johnson. Now, Cole Johnson it has this babysitter. Now, this babysitter is a heartthrob. She's a queen and an icon. Her name is B. She's gorgeous. She's been watching Cole for quite some time since he was a wee little kid. 
And this movie starts. We little lad. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, but okay. like you gotta make it fun, sweetheart, because you just you a little. Wow, you're one of the. Top. I'm the paprika. <laughs> the paprika. Giving you some color. <laughs> wow, wow, you're more like the salt and pepper. Anyway. Bitch, that's you. <laughs> the fuck you mean? I'm the coriander, cayenne. <laughs> Oh my god. Here Asian. We go. Here we go. Garlic pepper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's the she's the buttermilk in the biscuits. <laughs> I'm the motherfucking honey butter biscuit. Okay, we're getting on topic. <laughs> I love that. Honey butter biscuit. Honey butter biscuit. Now what's That's a honey? motherfucking good right now. <laughs> now what's a honey butter biscuit? That's motherfucking good. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Door dash me some. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you bitch, you would. Where would you find butter milk biscuits? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, Where was I? So this movie starts with uh, Cole's family. His parents are going on a trip. And they're going to be gone overnight. So Cole is being left with his uh, babysitter, uh, but so the backtrack a little bit. It starts the movie starts off where um, Cole is being bullied by one of his by a neighborhood kid named Jeremy by his neighbor, and B comes in and scares the shit out of him. <laughs> the way she did it was pretty funny though, because uh, oh, yeah. she she's just like. Uh, you better leave him alone. And he's like, or what? So she goes up to him and she whispers in his ear. God knows what the hell she whispered. And he's like, girl, you fucked up. <laughs> That's messed up. And he ran away with like, his tail you between crazy his legs. Bitch. You crazy bitch. You crazy. You crazy. And he ran off. So at that point, he she drove him the rest of the way home. And she was staying the night, staying over while his parents were gone. Um, and he was going to go uh, to bed after they spend quality time together. They have dinner together. They watch movies on a projector outside on their st- on their shed. And I'm like, I wish I had that. Like, they were watching a movie, an old movie on a projector pointed at their shed or side, side of the house. And I'm like, I mm-hmm. wish I had that. That'd be amazing. Like the yeah. fuck? Old Western movies and, and shit. They're and they're quoting lines and reenacting movies. It was pretty funny. Yeah. And they're living making movie jokes life. and what? Said so living the fucking life. Exactly. And um she sends him to bed. But before she sends him to bed, she's like, Hey, you wanna take a shot? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, the fuck? He's I like, don't know where to. I don't know where to. He's like, yeah, sure. So she gets him a shot, and he's like, are you going to drink with me? And she's like, oh, yeah. So she gets one for herself, and he looks the cup. He's like, and he's a good two-shoes. He's like, I'm not going to drink. So he dumps into the um, plant, I think. There's like a plant there, so he dumps it yeah. in there. Yeah, and they take a sh- <laughs> they take a quote-unquote shot. And he goes off to bed. So at that point, Cole is texting the girl across the street, his best friend, Melanie. And they're talking about how, or Melanie is talking to him about, oh my God, she's having an orgy down there. 
because his because her boyfriend's because <laughs> her boyfriend's coming over, and she's like, oh my god, and he's like, yo Cole, you need to go down there. You're having an orgy, and he's like, what's an orgy? They're doing it down there. So, <laughs> so Cole hears a bunch of people walking into the house. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Max, John, Allison, Sonia, and Samuel. Now I think the guy is uh, Samuel. Uh, yeah, Samuel. So Samuel's the guy that's quote unquote her boyfriend, and the and the rest of them are all a bunch of friends, and they're all hanging out instead of playing spin the bottle. Now spin now with them playing spin the bottle. Uh, you know, they're kissing each other. B kisses everybody with a pulse. <laughs> and, um... She gets really into it with Bella Thorne, though. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean... Really? Would you not? It gets hot and heavy. Would you not? Because Bella Thorne's Thorne? gorgeous. No. I'm sorry, but nah. I mean, she's gorgeous. No. Despite the fact what she's doing with OnlyFans, that's a whole other topic on Bella Thorne. But like, whatever. Oh, no. She's just never really she she don't she don't get the the PB going like. But she's fu- I give it to her. She's hilarious. She is a in com- the movie. Yeah, I mean she's comedy gold in the movie. Yeah, but uh, in real so... life she's a piece of shit. But but they're playing spin the bottle and. Of course, Brie, uh, B is kissing everybody and oh, shit. Oh, and then oh. she kisses up on Samuel, and Samuel's like, I'm nervous. And she's like, just close your eyes. And it's almost like a heartwarming moment, because this guy, Samuel, seems very much like a, clo- like, not closeted, but like a very shy guy. He's like, I'm getting kissed by a pretty girl. And then they go on for a kiss, and what does she do? She takes out two daggers and stabs him right into the skull. I let me tell you the first time I saw this, I was shooketh. I was, I was, I was shooketh. I, I was like, I was behooved. I was like, come again? <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. There was no sign for it. No lead up, just straight up daggers. And you're just like, oh my God. And during all this, Cole is on top of the stairs watching. And he's like, he's behooved, bewildered, shooketh. <laughs> he's all of them. He's like, what the fuck? So the guy, Samuel's still alive, and then she stabs in the daggers more, and eventually he does die, and blood gushes out, and they're all taking his blood. <laughs> and what's, okay, what's his name? One of the guys is like, there's no blood coming out. <laughs> and he's like, he's poking the brain. <laughs> this side <laughs> ain't working. This side ain't working. And all of a sudden, <laughs> blood just explodes. Splat. He's like, Ugh, what the fuck? Blood's exploding out, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> oh, this movie's so good. So Samuel dies, they take his blood and shit, and um, Cole goes back into his room, and he's like, oh shit, oh shit, what? I gotta do something. I gotta do something, goddamn. So he tries to call 911. He calls 911, puts on his shoes. Finds his pocket wife, pretends to be asleep when B and the cult members walk in because he's another sacrifice they're trying to get. Because he's the mm-hmm. he's the innocence. And the drink, the shot he was supposed to take was uh, spiked. So, yeah. But he didn't drink it, so he didn't fall asleep. So 
They got they went into the room and he's faking being asleep. He's already called the cops at this point. And mm-hmm. um They drained blood. They drained some blood. The fact that he stood he pretended to stay asleep when they stuck a needle in him, because he has a phobia of needles, is like, mm-hmm. boy, you good. You Gucci. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? I would I wouldn't have sat still with a needle in my arm. No ma'am. I would have been like, Y'all bitch is crazy. <laughs> You think I want to sit here? You think I'm going to sit here and let you put a needle on my arm, you dumbasses? Fuck no. So they take his blood, a sample of his blood, and then they leave. He tries to escape out the window, but the babysitter is still in the room, and Cole passes out from exhaustion of loss of blood. So they take his blood, and he's like, My blood sugar. He's like, Oh no. <laughs> he's like, My blood sugar. <laughs> That's what it was. He's like, yeah, my, he's like my blood sugar. But the way you fucking said it, you sound like a fucking <laughs> diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> so my you, blood sugar. <laughs> okay. My blood sugar low, boo-boo. So then he falls over and passes out. And he wakes up in the living room, tied to a chair. And they're like, eat the cookie, Cole. <laughs> and he's like, no. And he's like, eat the cookie, Cole. <laughs> And then Sonia, which this chick, she is from Pitch Perfect, and she's everything. <laughs> she's my yes. favorite character. Sonia's like just stuffing cookie down his throat. I love her. She's like, she's like, here's a cookie call, and she's like, uh, <laughs> getting too much enjoyment out of it. It just basically stuffs it down his throat. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, girl, chill. So uh, as they're force feeding him a cookie, uh, the cops. Um, was that before or after? No, that's no, that's no, that's right. Before. So, um, oops, she blanking. I'm blanking here. So he's so yeah, he's tied to a chair. They're trying to feed him a cookie. The cops arrive. <laughs> mm-hmm. The cops arrive and they come in and they're like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" And they end up killing the cops. Yeah, they didn't make it past the door. They only make it past the door. No, ma'am. No, Max ends shit up, got wrecked. Max, the Chad of the group, ends up killing one of oh, them. Fuck. And the cop accidentally shoots Bella Thorne's character in the boob. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic. Ah, you shot me in the boob. Yeah. He's like, am I going to die, B? I need to go to the hospital. She's just stripped, just worrying about her titty. It's like, she's going to want to suck on these now. I was loving They haven't even I'm... finished growing. I was like, bitch. It's a lot late for you, sweetheart. Oh, I was laughing so hard because it was just so... She flew across the room when she got shot in the titty. Yeah. I was like, bitch, it's only a 45 or acting like it's a whole goddamn sawed-off shotgun. Like, I no. mean, might as well be. It was only a fucking 45. So after... And got that much kickback. After she gets shot in the titty, <laughs> uh, B and Max kill the other cop. And B forces... Uh, so at this point, the walkies are going off. And he, and the cop, other cops are asking, what's going on? How is the... How is the... They're talking about what what's the case over at the house? And she's like, Cole, what's the police code? He's like, I don't know. He's in, it's going back and forth between her saying, Cole, Cole, what's the, <laughs> what's the damn code, Cole, Cole, Cole? 
it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Personally, wow, you're not amused. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, your enthusiasm is really high today. I'm zoning out. Don't zone out. Zone back in, bitch. Shit. <laughs> so they finally uh, ward off the cops with getting the correct police code, and Allison complains about her titty being shot, <laughs> and then Cole gets released. Runs up the stairs. John, the uh, one of the cultists, runs up the stairs to pursue him, but is pushed. <laughs> he pushed over off the balcony, landing on a trophy, impaling his neck. Ooh. That was gross. That, that's tough. I was, <laughs> girl. That's more than tough. He dead. He the he the big deceased. I feel like that's one of the fucking worst ways to die. It is. Like, oh. She saw and everything. And to be honest, he was like one of the chillest ones, too. He was I like mean, the chillest. He's kind of psycho, like, too, but he's more a comedic psycho, so. Yeah. I think comedy just makes up for, like, a psycho. And if, for y'all that don't know, John was played by Andrew. Um, What's his name? Andrew. Kowalski. No. Not Ko- what the heck? Kowalski. I just said that name out of my ass. Uh, Bachelor? But if y'all watch Wild and Out, he's on there. Well, he's also, he used to be a Viner. Yeah, that too. He was part of the Vine generation. Shit. He was one of the big Viners. His name was King Batch. Yeah, if y'all know, you know. Yep, it was a a humongous Viner. Uh, Anyway, so he's dead. (laughs) Impaled a very horrific (laughs) way. Uh, Cole escapes, goes to his bedroom, and then as he tries to escape out the window with the, his bed, his uh, comforter and blanket, uh, Max comes in and tries to pull him up. Hey, Cole, where are you going, bruh? I hate you. <laughs> That's basically Max. Yeah. So Don't he, worry, little buddy. I'll bring you up. <laughs> he's like, bitch, I don't love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, bitch, get away from alone. your ass. So he ends up letting go, falling down, and going underneath the house where Sonia comes in. So he hides under a tarp with a humongous tarantula crawling on him. And Sonia comes in there, and she's like, oh, hey, <laughs> we're just going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I love her so much. Because she plays these weird characters. Like in Pitch Perfect, she's like, do you want to see a body? I love I her. I twin in the womb. <laughs> I love her. So she's I under there. sleep upside down. <laughs> yes. Crazy. Yes. So she's underneath the house looking for Cole, being like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Ooh, 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 Cole. Hello. She said, ooh, ooh. She did. What if she did? I wish she did. She ooh, like, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. She's like, Cole. So she eventually does find her because they tried because the spider jumps off the tarp and lands on a, a mouse trap. And yeah. she's like, found ya. And then she starts crawling over and he takes off the tarp and uh, sprays her in the face of bug spray. Mm-hmm. Like God damn. And he ignites fireworks. As he's getting out of underneath the house, that 
what's funny is that it explodes first, and Sonya's like, I'm not dead, bitch! <laughs> She's like, I'm not... Because he traps her in there and seals and yeah. screws in the screws and lock, in, lock her underneath the house. So the first explosion uh-huh. happens, she hears her scream, and she's like, I'm not dead, bitch! I'm gonna come out there and kill you! And then the explosion gets worse, and then she dies. And you're saying, no! And I'm like, she's my favorite, and you killed her! And I'm like, Alice is my new favorite. Mrs. I got shot in the titty. No shit. She's still alive, too. Oh, she's still, yeah, she's still alive and kicking. So she, so Sonya's dead. Sonya's dead, and then John's dead. So after this, uh, he is running for his goddamn life, and then he's minding his own business, trying to run, and Max is running right behind him. He's the athlete, and you're just like, oh fuck! So he's trying to book it away from Max's ass, and um, Max throws him down, and they get away from him. He, he remembers me telling him, always kick him in the dick. Yep. So what does Cole do? Cole kicks him in the dick. He stopped and dropped like a sack of potatoes. He did. In the pee-pee. But he's like, you almost got my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and Cole's like, I did? What? He looked confused like, what? Indicating that Max has a... He's not... He's packing. He's packing. Is he packing? Uh, I'm not sure in real life, but he he says he's packing because apparently Cole missed it, but it looked like Cole had a clear cut. <laughs> I was like, sweetheart, he probably hit a nut or two. Because I, th- I, I, I thought that was more of a small dick joke. Because he hit... Because he kicked him, but he was like, oh, you almost got me. And he's like, I didn't? And so I thought that he got the testicles, not the dick. So I was like, no, I thought that was a it's pretty long. I thought that was more of a I thought that was more of a small dick joke, not a oh my god, he's so large. Oh. I took that as a can't, small dick can't joke. Really. That's okay. why he that's why he was acting all macho because he has a little dick. Oh. That's the way I took that joke is the first time. Is that what that overcompensation it. talk is all yeah. about? That's what I think. That, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he kicks him, but he doesn't go all the way down like a normal person would. And because com- I have to rewatch the movie again or watch that scene again, but he makes a comment about it. And he's like, oh, you got me good, Cole. And Cole's like, I didn't hit it. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's what it was. Cole's like, oh, you got me good. You got it right on the spot. And Cole's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> And then he runs off, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> oh, well, you know why Max the way he is? Because he's, uh, he not packing. Shrimp dick. I mean, nothing wrong with that, but obviously you see why he's the way he is, why he's overcompensating. But, you know, whatever. Max is a killer, so who cares? Oh, yeah. Um, so they start chasing, Max chase him up to the treehouse. And in the end of their altercation, um, no, actually, before he gets to the treehouse, the kids are egging his house. His bullies are egging his house. And Max's like, you going to take that? No, nah, we're not going to deal with that shit. 
So we he don't stand bullies in this house. So he's he stopped no, what he's doing trying to kill him. To you know what? <laughs> We're gonna help you deal with these fucking bullies. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Ooh. What's going on on this day? <laughs> the fuck is going on here on this day? Like, what the fuck? So he, they go over there to deal with the bullies and shit, and he sends Cole over there to try to confront them. And Max is like, "You got this, little man." And Cole's like, yeah. help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the kids are like, you're weird. <laughs> so they walk off, and of course they go back on the chase. And they get to the treehouse, and ends up Max ends up hanging himself by accident. So he ends up hanging from the tree with a rope snapping his neck. Like, and he's just swinging along with his dead carcass. Yeah. And then after that... After Max dies, Cole goes to um, Madeline's house. B follows him. So he finds his best friend. They hide in the ho- in his house. And B's trying to find them. But B doesn't. So she leaves. And then um, Cole tells Madeline to stay here. And sorry for dragging her into this. And he runs back into the house. After uh, she kisses him. Mm-hmm. Um, then Madeline calls the cop before he... He asks Madeline to call the cops and then kisses Cole before he leaves. So he returns back to the house to find Allison, uh, Bay, Miss I Got Shot in the Titty, dead, dead quotation marks, on a chair. And he's in the kitchen uh, trying to figure out what the hell to do, grab a knife or some shit. And she's not dead. She comes up, she tries to kill him. She almost succeeds, and then her head explodes because B shot her in the head. I was like, oh, well, she's not going to have to worry about a hole in her titty. (laughs) (laughs) Are you good? Are you Gucci? Yeah. Oh, okay, you just vibing over here? A bitch fucking sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... (laughs) After this, Beef tells them that it's because of a ritual and this book with a deal she made with the devil and that she has to sacrifice someone that's innocent, spilling their blood in the ancient book while reciting its verses. Although she wants him to join her, uh, Cole refuses. So B wants Cole to join her. Uh, He refuses. He takes the book. And he rushes over to Madeline's house to her dad's car. And then drives it into the house. After he sets the book on fire. That's right. He sets the book on fire. And she's trying to put it out. So he runs over into Madeline's dad's car, sports car. And drives it right into the house, smashing into her. Smashing into the babysitter. Like, totally just killing her off instantly. Like, total Mortal Kombat fatality. Moment. That was great. And the cops come back, or his family comes back, and he's just sitting out in the road, and he's like, yeah, there's a car in my house. (laughs) And the family comes back, what happened? And after he sees B die in front of him, and they're making some quote about some movie, making a joke, and then she dies, quote unquote. And then the movie ends with her parents, with his parents coming back to see their house destroyed. And at the very end, after the credits, the babysitter's still alive and kills one of the firemen 
and escapes. No and, way. For yeah, if you watch the credits, you see that. She escapes. That leads into the wow. second one, because in the second one, if you haven't watched it yet, it's on Netflix right now. second one's about how his family and people around him think he's lying because he never found the babysitter's body. Or any of the other bodies, really. So people just thought he just ran, he just drove a car into his own house for no reason. But she got rid of all the other bodies quickly. Actually, didn't she leave Stanley's body in the garage? That's what I thought too, but he, they didn't talk about that in the sequel, so I'm assuming all the bodies burned and went to hell. Man, I really felt for Stanley though, because. He was kind of peer pressured into like being in that group because he was like, I literally just met you today. Yeah. And I was just like, man, don't say no to peer pressure. Yeah. But, but it was he that did. classic case of them targeting like the weak, the losers. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure like her looks, she gives me succubus vibe. Oh, straight like, up. Yeah, like yes. Megan Fox in um, who who's dead body? Jennifer's dead body. Jennifer's dead body. Jennifer's body. Me that there Jennifer's you go. Jennifer's body. Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh. But the sec- But the second one deals with the fact of, uh, how he thinks he's, he almost thinks he's crazy, because his family does not believe him on what happened, and he's still dealing with that years later in high school. So uh-huh. he's dealing with that, and then other issues. It kind of gets heartwarming in the second one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil the second one for anybody who hasn't seen it. It gets heartwarming because you find out why the babysitter did what she did. Everything leading up to the first movie, and the second one's really good. It's a lot funnier. Some of these guys come back. Uh, they're hoping the director's hoping it gets popular like the first one did, and they can make a third one to make to finish the trilogy. So apparently there's going to be a tri- there was supposed to be there's supposed to be a trilogy, but the last one might not get made depending on how many people watch the second one. Like they watch. So the if first you hear one. this, bitches, give it a view. Watch the babysitter and the babysitter killer queen because both these movies are very good and they deserve the third film ending this story. What would you rate it? This movie, I would rate it a nine out of ten. Nine. I really enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I, I watch it. A it. six. No, I'm just kidding. Don't I'm get shook. your pennies up your ass crack. Too late. They're already there. <laughs> Gross. Anyway. Yeah, I give it a nine. It was the joke. comedy it's was fun. gold. It was. And like there's like a great amount of gore at the same time. Yeah. It wasn't it was cheesy but not corny. Yes. You know what I mean? You know the difference? Agreed. Yes. Yeah. It so was I think just gold. It Perfect. deserves the hype. It really it does. does. Granted, I haven't seen the second one. But just from the first one, it, I, I liked it. Oh, yeah. It's it's worth it's worth a watching. And the second one's worth it, too. The second one's just as good as the first. I mean, there's some of my friends who say it's better than the first one. I don't know about that. But it's still really, really good. So mm-hmm. watch both. This Halloween season yeah. on Netflix. Get to it. Chop, chop. Um, thank you guys for mm-hmm. listening to us this week when we talk about 
two horror comedy films. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great that you're all listening to us as we just live our lives. You know how we do. We're trying to do this shit. We're trying to get our foot in the biz, you know. We're trying to get shit done. Hell yeah. So, like, they, so next week we're going to be watching uh, uh, two movies with dealing with home invasions. So watch Ooh. Trespassers and The Strangers. And then join us back next week where we're going to be talking about those movies. And let me tell you, The Strangers fucked me up. And I'm sure I'll fuck you, some of y'all up, too. Strangers still creeps me the fuck out. Ugh. So thank you guys Ooh. for... The Strangers. Wow. 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 Anyway. I I, I hate it when you do that. You leave that pause in there. Like, you're just (laughs) like, who? Cares. (laughs) All right, guys. All right, you guys. So, it's your girl, Cordelia. Um, We also run another podcast called Tea of the Gods. So, if you're just listening um, to this podcast... Please feel free to go check out the other one. It was pop up over there. Yeah, pop over at the pop up over at the Tea of the Gods. Tea uh, Tea of the Gods. Go check that out and look into definite, definite, fucking definite, fucking definite. We've been doing that since August. Definitely watch or listen to that. If you a true bad bitch, go check it out. Be a baddest bitch and listen to all our podcasts. All the podcasts that she is, that Cordelia is on, all the podcasts that I'm running. Because they're going to be like fucking four right now. Shit. Too much. So look up Tia the Gods, bitch. Alright guys, appreciate you. Much love. Bye. Bye.